Welcome to the Seeking Hope podcast. This is your host, Shelley Pinamaki. We're going to start today off with how do you love people? We can get specific about that. Let's do that. How do you love people that are in crisis, that are hurting? You want to help them. We talk about how do we do those things from an emotional first aid tactics, but how can we do that just being there? Just how do we just love somebody through the negative, through the bad stuff? Well, that's what we're going to approach today. I've got three basic ideas that we're going to talk about in helping someone and loving them through the hard stuff. And this applies to whether it's just a, whether it's a crisis or whether it's just a bad day, um, whether your your kid is brought home a you know a D on a test and is just amping out, how do we love them through that D and, and help them rebuild and and know it's going to get better, or you've got a friend who's just had a really bad car accident, how do we help love them through that? There's practical first aid emotional skills that we can use to help them in crisis, but how do we just love someone through it? So I've got a couple ideas. We've got three of them, and we're going to review those. So let's kind of get started. I'm actually going to start in the book of Matthew, and it's Matthew 6, 9 through 10, and most of you will automatically know what this is. This is what we refer to lovingly as the Lord's Prayer, but this is where Jesus said, this is how you should pray. And I'm not going all the way through the entire thing because I really want to focus on how do we bring heaven to earth? And that's how we love people is bringing a little bit of heaven down into their earth. God's given us those abilities, those tools. And in this prayer, he says, our father in heaven, how be thy name, your name. We give praise and worship to that, that you are in heaven. But then we say in verse 10, your kingdom come, your will be done. So it's not us asking to heal this person, to take care of this person, but God, let it be your will. Let it, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, that's kind of the key part right there. So let me read it all together. Our father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He wants us to have that peace, that joy, that love, that support that exists in heaven on an ongoing basis. We we know it's there. He promises that over and over and over again in this incredible book that we call the Bible. But how do we get that little piece of heaven down here on earth? Well, we just need to ask for it. But how do we live that out in a loving manner for those that can't grasp the little bit of heaven that's going on in their life right now? So let's start out with part one or um, idea one, I say, and that is loan them your strength without reminding them of their weaknesses. You are coming alongside someone in crisis. Loan them some of your strength. But we have to do it in a way that says, but you're weak, so I'm here to be strong for you. No, give, take some of my strength here to support you with that. 
Sometimes it looks like a phrase or just being present. We talk about the ministry of presence, just physically being there. A really great heartfelt hug. I know that um, I was uh, at a worship and, and praise service just a little while ago. And there was um, a woman there that was really struggling, who was doing a lot of self-blaming. And I shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And if I had done this, um, my kid wouldn't be hurting. Or if I had done this, my daughter would be better. Or, you know, those kinds of things. And I realized is, is after she was sharing her prayer request and we were talking about that, we were going into worship and we, we started singing um, amazing songs. And at some point, I just, I was prompted by God that said, give her some of your strength, Shelly. So I got up in the middle of this room, was a bunch of people, and I walked across the room and I reached out my hands, she was sitting, and I pulled her up and we were just locked eye to eye. And I just wrapped my arms around her. Now, granted, I, this is not a stranger. I, I know this woman. But I wrapped my arms around her and just held on. And I sang the praise and worship songs that were that were being um, sung. And I just kind of softly sang them into her ear. And it was just this resolving that God is with you. You are not in this alone. And by me standing there and hugging her and holding her. And it was the most amazing thing because... When we hug, you know, in this in this world right now, we go, we, we hug somebody and we let go. And it's just so nice. Oh, hi, it's so good to see you. And then we let go. But I didn't let go. And the interesting thing was, is at first she started to let go and I still held on. And then I squeezed her a little bit tighter and then released a little bit. And she squeezed tighter and onto me. And I just held her. And as we sang this song together and I had weeping tears and she had weeping tears. And it's like, no, I'm here. Let me give you part of what's holding me up firm. You know, my life's not all, you know, roses and sunshine either. But let me loan you some of my strength. Let me give you some of my strength. But I wasn't telling her that she was weak. She was standing up. She was hugging me back. And it was the most amazing thing. And, and we sat there through almost the rest of the entire song so it's probably halfway. So it was a good two minutes, maybe three. And we just held each other and I just hugged her. We were a room full of people and she didn't let go. And I didn't let go. And when I started to loosen up a little bit to see if you know she wanted to let go, she just continued to hold on. So I squeezed her even tighter. And it was like she hadn't, it's, it's like, you, I know her husband hugs her and her kids hug her and all that kind of stuff. And we meet people and you give a quick hug. Hi, hi, hi. You know, we did that all coming in when we sat down to have this um, praise and worship service. But it was so amazing to hold her and she held me back. And it was this wonderful, beautiful give. And that's what I'm talking about. Loan them, that person that's hurting, that's in crisis, um, that's suffering. Loan them your strength but without reminding them of their weakness. So if I had just came over and coddled her while she was sitting and kind of pulled her over into me, she's feeling weak, but she's standing up. I actually reached my hands out and had her stand up. She had the strength. And that was the way that that was demonstrated out. So I encourage you to do those same things with people. Um, It may not be a hug. It may be something else. You know, pray about that. Lord, you know, how do I show someone um, 
my strength to give it to them? How can I give my strength to them? Is it my words? Is it my actions? Is it, you know, my deeds? Whatever it might be. Um, Maybe it's meal prepping. Instead of doing the whole meal and giving it to them, what if you prepped a whole bunch of stuff? We've got friends that um, have are very strict on their diets. And I don't really know how to cook, but I know a lot of the ingredients that they use all the time and how much work, prep work goes in. My nephew's a sous chef. And that's where all the work is in. So great, I'm just going to chop a whole bunch of stuff up and do things and provide it to them that way. And then they can use it as they want. And maybe that's a way of showing them. You're, you're giving them some strength by providing some resource, but then they are also using their own strength by reminding them that they're not weak, that they can do this. So again, loan them your strength without reminding them of their weakness. So the second one I want to talk about and how we love people in the midst of their their worst um, is remind them of their strengths when all they can see is their weakness. When we are stuck and we are prone and we are in that spot that says all everything is bad. Nothing is good right now. It's always, I'm never going to feel better again. I'm never going to be the same again. This is always happens to me. People always let me down. This is not fair. It's not right. You know what? How can we remind them that they do have some strength? Yes, you're standing here talking to me. You are sharing. That's strength. That's strength that you can actually talk about this. What are some things that we can do to help do that? Let's go for a walk while we talk right? Walk and talk. There is some strength. And not only that, but it also has got a physiological change that happens when endorphins are let loose. It creates an open, what we call uh, white, um, you heard of white noise. Well, it's white brain space to be able to fill some of that in. It gets rid of some of the yuck so that we can actually fill that in and replace that with good thoughts and with good things. So as we remind them of their strengths, um, they are still being a mom. Their kids are still fed. The father's still providing a roof over their head. Or maybe that's the mom and the dad's at home. He's still bathing the kids, right? You're still going to work. You still got up this morning. You still ate. You still showered. You still got in your car and drove to the park to do whatever. We have the beach here where I live in San Diego. And a lot of people will just drive to the beach and walk up and down the beach. Well, you're able to drive. You're able to do those things. You paid bills. Yes, things might be bad, but you still are accomplishing a whole lot of other stuff. And so we have to remind people sometimes when all they're seeing is the negative, all they're seeing and they're in that bottom of the pit, that we have to be the light that brings it down. And God's going to help us, you know, pray over that. Lord, what are the strengths here that I immediately see? And, And don't allow the little things to be negated. The getting up, the getting dressed, the putting the makeup on, the shaving, whatever it happens to be, those are strengths, particularly when you're at your very worst. But when, when other things are going bad, um, I help counsel um, people that have merged families. Um, we're a merged family. And how you deal with stepchildren, it's like, but they're still coming to dinner every night. You're still having these discussions. Um, they may be angry with you right now, and you may think it's really bad, but let's look at the good side of what's going on as well. And in the middle of a crisis, you can't really, you know, say, well, at least, you know, you guys are still alive, even though your house burnt down. That's not something you want to say on the onset of an initial crisis. So let's be really clear about this. This is just some general trends on how we end up loving people through things. There's always a time and a place and we have to be careful of that. But, you know, reminding them 
of what's going on. My, my husband has a very famous saying that he says all the time. He says, nothing's as, ever as bad as it seems, but nothing is ever as good as it seems. That there's always going to be a yin and a yang, a, a, a good and a bad, a black and a white. So let's find those things. And sometimes we need people to come alongside us to love us through that and show us, remind us of the strengths that we do currently have. So that's my go-to number two of how do we love people is reminding them of their strength when all they can see is their weakness. And the last one I want to talk about is my number three is to show them their weakness is, so let me phrase that again, showing them your weakness will help them build their strengths. It's okay to be weak. If you're the strong person that's coming alongside them, it's okay to say, I'm not handling this well either. This is hard for me. Watching you go through this, wishing I could just wave a magic wand and make it go over, but I'm struggling. I'm crying for you on this one. Or, you know, you're in a situation that said, I remember when my son was X, Y, and Z. I remember when my son was addicted. Um, and I remember how difficult it was for us. And, and, and I just, it, this is so difficult for you. I can't even imagine what you're going through. I know how hard it was for me. And I didn't do well a lot of times. I had to force myself to get up and keep going. I had to force myself to it go to a, you know a meeting that talked with other parents about kids that were addicted and to share my story and 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 I didn't want to do it and I was angry and I was mad and to talk about your weaknesses it's okay to be weak it helps them go wow if if you got through that maybe I can or they might say well I'm not like you no you're not and that's a great thing because you've got some other strengths that I don't have and point those out. I wish I were better at doing X, Y, and Z. All we're doing is creating a new perspective. And by sharing your own pain, your own story, your own inability to effectively deal with the situation, then they're saying, wow, I'm not so alone. Because believe it or not, people really feel that when they're going through something, this is, they're the only ones. This is the big all, end all for anybody. No one else has ever experienced this. No one else has ever had this problem. When, in fact, that's not true. There really isn't anything new. I mean, we have experienced the worst debauchery, we would think, in our entire lifetime from, you know, child slave labor and sex trafficking and murder. And, but all you have to do is go back into the Bible and all that stuff was happening then too. It's really not any different. And it's just that our perspective is because we're so focused on just us that when we're in those deeps, those pits, those bad things that are going on, we think no one else could possibly get it, understand, or have experienced how bad it is. And so sometimes we just need to share and give some perspective. Uh, granted, timing is everything on this, but this is when we're talking and we've gotten through. This is not the day of the event of a, a particular event or, you know, within the first couple of weeks or whatever. But this is that you've got a conversation going. You have a relationship with this person and you just want to help them through this, but you got to love them through it. 
That's the ministry of presence. We, we come back to that over and over again, um, particularly in our training, but even in some of my other podcasts and things like that, we talk about loving people through it by just being there. That's showing your strength. Um, the story I told at the beginning was, you know, with holding that woman, I was crying. So I, in the midst of loaning her my strength by hugging and holding on to her and then showing her my weakness by also crying alongside of her, let her knew it was okay to have tears because she's, she's a very strong woman and doesn't like, no, I'm, I'm okay. And you know, you, you kind of think she might be weeping and then it's kind of the dab of the eye and she's cool. And it's like, no, what? It's okay. I'm crying too. It's really okay. So reminding them of their strengths when all, it's just so important that we get all of those things that we can see that they've got strengths. They do in the midst of all of this, that you're weak too, and then to give them some of your strength. So as we go back through this, I just want to just remind you that, you know, we can have heaven on earth and heaven on earth is possible. Jesus actually told us to pray that. Let your kingdom come, your will be done. Heaven on earth was promised to us. Promised by God saying and and Jesus saying, ask for it. This is how I want you to pray that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That doesn't mean that now it's going to be heaven-like, just like eternity might be. But it does give us the opportunity to have some heaven on earth. And when we are the person that's going to walk alongside someone and trying to help them, to love them through the mess, we get to be a little bit of heaven and allow God to use us in the midst of their turmoil, in the midst of their tragedy, to shine that light. So when we go back to you know Matthew 6, 9 through 10 again, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, praising him, knowing him, acknowledging him that he is a hallowed person, that your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We don't have those answers. I don't know what the exact right thing is for this person that I'm trying to love through this horrible incident or where they're at in their life right now. I don't know exactly what the right thing is. But if I'm praying about it and I'm asking God to be in the middle of it and I'm asking him that your will be done as you want it to be done, then maybe we've got an opportunity to love them through the mess. So to kind of recap aware, the the three main points on how um, you are to love someone that's in the mess, how to love someone that's hurting we want to remind ourselves of that we can help bring heaven and bring it to earth in the way that Jesus is going to use us in the in this midst. But the three main basic thing is to loan them your strength without reminding them of their weakness. Number two would be to remind them of their strength when all they see is their weakness. And then show them that you have weakness because it's going to help them build up their strengths. Show your weakness. It'll help them build their strength. I'm hoping that those three things alone will help inspire you and to drive you to show up 
for your friends, for your family, for the people that you care about most and help demonstrate love, Christ's love for us through you to your friends, through your family and to the loved ones that you want to help the most. I hope you have a blessed day. I look forward to having you back on our next podcast. This is Shelly Pinamaki, your host at SeekingHope.com.